listening to Zeros on Heroes with Mike Mercadal and Will Watkins. What's up, Zeros? It's Mike Mercadal and Will Watkins. All right, we're here with episode three of Zeros on Heroes. Thank you for listening. And uh, just... um, uh, off the top, we're 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 doing some uh, some rehashing, some or re- reviewing some of the stuff from the last episode, and uh, um, just wanted to let's some business up top. So I got a chance to. So for those of you who didn't listen last week, it was Spider Man, and uh, we started a new segment. Uh, well, it's all new, really. But the uh, new idea is to have recommended rating uh, for each hero that we feature, or. Um, and where you know, just in case you the 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 highlights, the 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 greatest hits of uh, whichever hero we talk about, and uh, I did get to read a couple of them. So, well, I got to read Identity Crisis. Ah, you did. Yeah, and uh, you read all of it? No, well, I got the ones where. Um, it's uh, where he, t- he the new costumes, the new okay. the new identities. Prodigy, Dusk. What was yeah, because uh, I think it went in order from it was uh, the Hornet was like the first oh, one. Hornet, yeah. And uh, then it was um, Ricochet. Yeah. And then it was Dusk, and then it was Prodigy. Prodigy. And uh, and Hornet, by the way, was totally like a Yellow Jacket ripoff. Right, right. It's. And they mention it like they like in the in the in the one that I read because he gets this jetpack thing and yeah. it's able to and then th- I loved that it, he was basically fighting the vulture yeah as that was hit because it was two basically two issues of each guy yeah, of each yeah, yeah. character and uh, kind of interesting with the backstory and there's all it, it, it fit in well with I could see where the story yeah. was going and it was interesting like after all that uh, that saga went on mm-hmm. after they closed and he was back to Spider Man again uh, then uh, there was a team assembled called Slingers. And it was one person was Prodigy, one person was uh, Hornet, one person was Dusk, one person was Ricochet, and they were like like an Avengers team. Like, oh, who's but who were the who were the heroes? I don't even remember. Oh, I don't man. even know if it lasted more than a few than a few a few. Sure, few no, but the, the characters were great. That's the one thing that I feel. I, the the one thing I got out of it was like, oh, I wish I could have seen more of each of these guys. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I, well, I okay. So the Hornet, which for me looked a lot like. Uh, I don't know if you watched Dragon Ball Z, which we, we sh- I, did. You watch it? I don't watch Dragon. Ball you don't Z. watch Dragon Ball Z. That that would have been a good one for to, an episode to do, but I don't know if like I can Dragon carry Ball the whole Z. Thing. Like as a nerd growing up, like I write comic books and Star Wars and blah blah blah. As a nerd, it was like, oh, I watch Dragon Ball Z. Oh, you fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with your Japanese nerdiness. <laughs> but <laughs> so I take offense to that. Uh, no, but it's it was like next level. There was like there was like that, that was a whole ne- another realm of nerd to. Yeah, go yeah. to the whole Japan import <laughs> side of it. It's like, no, there's not enough nerdity in America. We gotta go to Japan and get the stuff we're nerdy about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the way, like, I look at anime, and, like, most people look at, like, that weird, like, Japanese porn with, like, tentacles coming out. It all, it's all tentacles, too. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's, uh, it just, you watching Dragon Ball Z is, like, you shoving an eel in your vagina. None of that is accurate, but I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Um, just to be supportive, um, but but he looked like one of the characters on Dragon Ball Z, where where uh, Gohan starts pretending to be a superhero in the city, and he has a helmet, and it looks like it just reminded me of that, and I was just yeah. like, oh, this would be a good. Well, it's also very Robocop, Robocop, yeah, type thing. And uh, and no, it was, it was a good one. And then 
uh, and then they show him flying around, and he's got the darts, the, the yeah, tranquilizer yeah, yeah. darts and stuff. So I was like, oh, man, it fits. Yeah. That could be a good story on its own. I mean, if they give him a good enough, uh, uh, a good enough, like, arc somewhere, like, separate from the Spider-Man, it could have been funny. If, yeah. It could have been good if it was not that. Then Ricochet was cool. Um, the where that he was playing the bad guy where he was like I'm in it for the money and like playing along so they yeah. could get, find out something that was which going which is kind of like a variation of like the Green Hornet yes it was like I'm pretending the bad guy but really cleaning up the streets yeah exactly with my little discs that I throw and they bounce like Captain America you know what they do they ricochet Ooh, off the wall that's a namesake go <laughs> but it was fun that was cool I did like the dynamic and then there was Dusk was my favorite one because it was creepy. Like yeah, it was like yeah. he because the suit uh, does absorbs all light, so it kind of makes him invisible or yeah, like pure yeah. dark black. Yeah. Uh, so you can't see him. And then, um, which I thought that was, I was like, that could have been a cool other hero. Like if they, yeah. I'm guessing Marvel had these heroes and these design ideas or whatever, and then they were like, we we can't throw these away, but they're yeah. not good enough to stand on their own. And they're like, yeah, let's make all of them Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah, it was a great way to introduce them. They were yeah, it was really good. Dusk was really cool, and uh, and then Prodigy as the, the at the end was the one that um, he was tr- he was playing the character of pure good. Yeah, you know, yeah. like he was like I'm the hero, good, pure guy. And um, and uh, which I liked, but throughout the whole series of these that I read, because each one was like was like two issues, was uh, the relationship with Mary Jane was really strong in that she was helping him through yeah. being wanted and all that stuff. There was a lot of that drama, you know, that the, the, soap, the, the soap opera. And I don't know it was really it was really solid. I started reading Secret Wars. So that was awesome. So so identity identity crisis was good, and uh, uh, but I'm sure there's a lot more reading that I could have oh, done yeah, like, yeah. to catch up. Oh, that's good. That's a good. Step. I started reading Secret Wars, but I didn't realize it was from like the 80s. Oh yeah, it's like old school, man. It, it was, and I loved that. Like I was like, oh man, yeah, this yeah. is great. And the, the way the writing was was all like very vintage, almost like very yeah, like yeah. they don't write that way. Where every every attack was dictated and like uh, announced we're like I'm gonna throw this rock at you because they need <laughs> and uh, and then they were showing it was really like what I noticed in the art which by the way is the worst way to fight somebody yeah yeah and now I shall throw my left fist at your face let's see if well, you how can... did you block that yeah let's see if you can block this tank I'm gonna throw at you and then they blocked the tank as well? how did you know <laughs> Oh, I used the speech bubble instead of a thought bubble. Shit. God damn. Yeah. But that's really cool. I haven't, I haven't finished reading Yeah, Secret Wars is great because it's literally like if you had like all your, your superhero action figures. Exactly. That's the one thing I thought of where I was like, I remember when I used to make my Ninja Turtles fight my G.I. Joes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I totally got it. And and the way they make them interact, you know. And uh, apparently, and I, I also got the Secret Wars too. So we'll figure out if that, is that the same thing? Or is I actually anything? never read Secret Wars too. Oh, let's read it together. I'll sit in your lap. No, yeah, well, that's not fun for me, but uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, no, so, and another thing, I saw Punisher Warzone, and uh, you like it, right? I like it. Yeah, you're wrong. It's. Ah, it, you shit, oh, my God, it was so bad. Okay, first of you all. Sh- all what? right, like the, the Irish black dude who does parkour. I get that's That's fucking no, weird. So I, okay, so I started watching it and immediately remembered why I hated it. And it was the horrible, terrible Italian accents 
on all like it she, it was like the the can it was so like i couldn't get into it because it was so oh you guys were gonna get the money from i'm your biggest earner bah, bah, bah. and then J- jigsaw the jigsaw uh face it was just like i was like what the fuck is happening and then his brother it was just for me it was too over the top do you like batman and batman returns from that uh, thread, I like, like that thread on Neary's thing. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't read the whole. thing. was like, I was like, there's not too many bad opinions. In do this. you like, do you like Batman and Batman Returns of Tim Burton's? I like the first Batman, um, with with you know the Joker and uh, the the initial Tim Burton. I like the second one because it's so bad, like it's bad, good bad. But you saying like, oh, I couldn't get over the horrible stereotypical Italian accents. I'm cool with the penguins with the rockets on their backs. Though. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, with that's that. totally cool. No, the reason. why why I was cool with that. Uh, I, the reason why I was not cool with it in uh, in Pun- well, I will say Punisher Warzone also did have the action was the best. Oh, that's awesome! Like the the, the it was the most gory, like violent, yeah. like what you want out of a Punisher movie. That's what I guess. That's why it made me so mad, or like just t- yanked me out of it. That the acting from the villain with like because he's the main bad guy and his yeah, yeah. he's he's dominic west he's a british actor yeah he's from like the the wire yeah he's a great stuff. actor and then he's here in this role where i was just like oh boy it was <laughs> not good but uh you know and but wayne knight was so there was so much good to be counteracted where i was like oh it just yanked me out i could not get it and some of the story was convoluted because you didn't like the dude's accent no well the acting the acting the accent is part of the acting all right pretend that dude was a better actor and, oh, you uh, mean pretend it was a better movie? No, pretend, <laughs> that's what makes it Pretend movie. that one dude. Pretend that one dude. How'd you like everybody else? Like Ray Stevenson as Ray uh, Stevenson. I liked him as the as, yeah, the, as the Punisher. Yeah, love... it's a shame. That's it's like Brandon Routh as Superman. It's a shame that he got tied in with a movie that was did like. You, as like a did whole. you like the rest of the movie besides? Uh, some of the storyline was was weird, like the 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 wife, where he's like, I don't want to see Punisher struggling with uh, not his family because it wasn't his family. But that's the thing. He was he was. He was responsible using the for other their family death. as his surrogate family where he was like oh I gotta protect these ones because they couldn't protect it. my own especially since he killed their like her husband he yeah, was yeah. like oh I'm the bad guy but now. he was undercover and and so he didn't do it on purpose but now yeah. I get it it was the action in it was great except for the parkour uh, the, park, yeah, the parkour guys uh, and the shooting the, the guy mid flip with a rocket <laughs> which when I say it out loud, sounds great. Yeah, yeah, it sounds great. But in pr- the way they did it, I was just like, yeah, "Get yeah. the fuck out of here!" You, that's <laughs> so dumb. But yeah, it, it was it was mainly the bad guy was just so over the top. Where I was, I was like, "Oh boy." You know, I couldn't you buy know what takes me out from the movie now is the dude who played Looney Ben Jim. Uh, he's the dude who married the sixteen-year-old. Oh, that's right. That's him. Yeah. And then, like, she ended up po- posing with corpses in a bikini or some shit. He he adopted her or yeah. something, and then, and married, then her. married her. Yeah, that's like, the dude. That's the dude. No and, wonder. Like, and in, in my head, I'm like, oh, he is Looney Ben Jim. He is li- <laughs> literally. He is a crazy yeah. dude. He is not. And and that guy was like, uh, yeah, it was that. Po- None of the bad guys in that movie, I thought, were worth the. 
like the 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 rest of the movie. Like I was like, ah, they should have got like the, like why did they camp? They camped it up too much. Like the like the rest of them is real dark and violent and gr- like just bloody. And then these guys are like basically cartoon characters. Where I was like, ah, you know what it is? I think it's this. Is have you ever like we're both stand-up comedians? Mm-hmm. Have you ever uh, met like a dude who's like a jock or he's like really big into sports and that's all he cares about? And yeah. then he's like, I know what funny is. I feel like that's like. They try to insert humor into that movie, but it's a whole movie of people who are like, all I know is killing people. And then right, like, yeah. well, I'm also funny. I can do funny. Yeah, here's here's a joke mid-kill. Everybody. What if yeah. we made the parkour guy black and Irish, Yeah, something. and we shot him with a rocket while he's flipping between buildings? Like the dude from Thin Lizzy who's actually black Irish <laughs> from, never mind, that's a real deep, weird reference. But You know, for the longest time, I thought that dude was Keegan-Michael Key. The guy with the dreads? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I the thought parkour? that was him. But like, looking back, I'm like, no, I don't think it was. I hope it was. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, I, I mean, the action scenes were good. The fighting was good. The violence, I, I dug it. The the whole, anything that had to do with Jigsaw, anything that had to do with Looney Bidget, none of that clicked with me. I think even the, even him getting all cut up in the glass and the thing, I was just like, I think they should stupid. have either done either Looney Bidget or Jigsaw. I think they should have just gone with Jigsaw. Yeah. And left it at that. And then had some crazy other henchmen. Yeah. Uh, but like the thing. This quiet henchman, the silent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially the one that if does they not want, talk. As far as building a franchise on uh, Punisher Warzone. Uh, I think they shot himself in the foot. Yeah. Uh, because, like, the Punisher doesn't really have a lot of villains to go after. He doesn't really have that, like, uh, rogues gallery. No, yeah, he doesn't. Because he's, like... If he, he kills everybody. If he, if he goes after you, he's going to kill you. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, ah, oh, we're going to put you in jail, Joker. It's like, oh, I'm going to shoot you between the eyes. My idea... I'm going to shoot you with a rocket launcher while you're flipping between buildings. Yeah. So my idea of it was um, to... Have okay, so there is that. This was my idea that the Daredevil movie should have been the Daredevil versus Punisher. That's not bad. Where the Punisher is out there punishing yeah, criminals yeah. in I post Vietnam. It's a period because I don't know if you saw that Joe Carnahan Daredevil sizzle reel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. That concept of making it in the like seventies New York where Hell's Kitchen was bad, and then. Um, and then have the Punisher there, and then have the Daredevil have Daredevil f- basically fighting the Punisher yeah. for which one? Who's on the moral high ground? Yeah, yeah. And that was always my idea, where it's like give give the Punisher not a bad guy to fight. Make the Punisher the bad guy because the Punisher's a bad guy. You know, like he's an anti hero. He 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 kills bad guys in a bad way, not in a good way. Well, that's what I'm interested about. Like uh, as far as the Punisher going into mm-hmm. uh, like Marvel has the rights to the Punisher again, and but like Marvel is. The Marvel Universe as is right now doesn't do the blood and gore and mm-hmm. shooting and all that stuff. It's all PG-13. And so I'm wondering how they're going to put him in there. Like, a lot of people are like, ah, they could do him kind of like uh, like they did Crossbones and uh, in, in, uh, uh, Captain America. In Captain America. America. Yeah. Do a type of like that. Which Crossbones has crossbones with Punisher a couple times. Yeah. But uh, where he's like an ex-Shield agent or something like that. And, uh, I would love for the Punisher to show up on the new Daredevil series. Yeah, like that's what I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that too. But um, but uh, to not dive in too much to Punisher talk, well, but it was interesting. Uh, uh, do you watch Agents of Shield? Yeah, of course. Like they had a reference where she said, uh, "I found a, uh, one of my buddies is huge into uh, 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 murder scenes. My buddy Micro sent this to me." 
Which means, like, she knows Micro from the Punisher. From the Punisher. Which, oh man, that might be season two. And, uh. Or season three. They asked uh, the Russo brothers, who uh, who directed uh, uh, Captain America 2. Right. Uh, they were like, oh, you know, who would you love? Would you like somebody like the Punisher? Would you like to direct the Punisher movie? And they were like, well, actually, we had the Punisher in Captain America 2. And everybody was like, what? Yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah, he was driving that truck that helped save Nick Fury. And everybody was like, what? And I think they were just joking around. Uh-huh. But, like, the internet went fucking crazy. Like, oh, the what? Like, people are trying to, like, take still frames. and Of the truck that helped in the Avengers? Yeah, and, uh, and Captain America 2, the Winter Soldier. Remember I got, no, Nick I Fury's being chased? Oh, yeah. In the beginning. And at one point, uh, like, a semi-truck hits two of the, the, the oh, cars. Oh, right. They're like, well, that was, that was the Punisher driving. And so everybody's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Nerd. I said, like, nerdgasms. Everybody's like, <laughs> But, yeah. So, I mean, we, we could we could go on and discuss this uh, at length, uh, but it's all speculation. But yeah. I, I uh, but Punisher Warzone had its... Man, that's why I couldn't get over it. I, I wanted I want it to be good so bad. Punisher's one of my favorite characters. It's, like, up there with Batman for me. I think it was the closest... Uh, uh, version of the Punisher from the comics. Yeah. Because yeah. the Dolph Lundgren one was pretty bad. And then the Tom, the Thomas Jane one was not bad, but it I think wasn't... If, if the Thomas Jane one, if they called it anything other than the Punisher, it yeah. would have been a fantastic movie. I right. thought... Because I love the whole thing that they're going for the spaghetti western. Mm-hmm. I love everything like that. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty much like... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it? Uh, fucking how, how the West was won. It's kind of like very similar to it's, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's totally almost like that. the movie Quick and the Dead. Like it's, yes. it's very similar it's to Quick and the Dead. It's very similar to Quick and the Dead. But uh, directed yeah. by Sam Raimi, who also directed Spider-Man, Spider-Man, who was in a movie with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> right. So, um, so yeah, so that's that's enough of that. But uh, so yeah, so that's where we stand on that. And also, we wanted to talk about the Sony hack uh, for in relevance to Spider-Man is just kind of keep growing. The Sony hack uh, now has shown that. Spider-Man was supposed to be, uh, or there were talks for Spider-Man to be in the next Captain in, in Civil War. So in Captain America: Civil War, uh, because he plays. We were talking about how it plays a big part, and they're probably going to use. We we speculated that they're going to use the Black Panther as the I Spider-Man think, character. I think they but, wanted to use Spider-Man in Civil War, but when the Sony uh, talks broke down, that's when they brought in Black Panther to take his place. Right. So I mean, I, I get it. And I, t- I totally understand. But like. Then there's also another competing article that says that Sony is going to go for a soft reboot of Spider-Man again. Yeah. Well, I mean, they said if they if they're going to reboot it, which they are, they're going to skip straight to they're going to bypass the origin because it's been known, it's been killed to death that origin. Yeah, yeah. And they said that probably the soft reboot is going to be the the Sinister Six. Right. So it's not going to be like Peter Parker as a teenager, Peter Parker as a college student. It's going to be Peter Parker like 35 years old. It's almost the, like they're Army. trying to do the Dark Knight Rises, but with Batman, where he's like he's been doing the the superhero thing for twenty years. Right. He's right. jaded. Yeah, which I don't, man. You know, I want it to be good, but they have a terrible track record, apparently. Yeah. Of, of fucking up Spider Man, like like I, like I said, like Sony is the worst thing to happen to comic book movies since like George Lucas did Howard the Duck. That's what? Literally, Whoa. that's a bold statement. Because if you look at Sony's track record with comic book movies, Men in Black, like Men in Black, it looks nothing like the comic book it came from. It came from Malibu Comics, mm. and it was about the G Men, and K was a bad guy, and like all this crazy shit. Yeah, and. uh... 
Uh, what else did they do? They did uh, the Fantastic Four movies, yeah, which were fucking horrible. Uh, Spider Man. Uh, Sony, wait, Sony did Fantastic Four, or was it? Uh, I don't know. Fox did Fantastic Four. My bad. Right, but it was so bad. Sony yeah. should have directed. <laughs> or you, you just assume it's Sony. Yeah, just assume. Well, Fox is now. This is another news story out there. Heroes in the news that uh, Fox is talking about uh, doing a X Men Fantastic Four crossover movie. And um, they, I like the first thought I had is like, oh, they're gonna fuck it up. I guarantee it. Yeah, they're gonna fuck it up, and it's gonna be some just just a big mess. Because I would love to see Marvel get the X Men back and do uh, Avengers versus X Men as like their Freeze Four and all stuff. Do you remember? Did you ever read that? Yeah, Did you yeah. Read? Like they, I mean, that was just recently. Yeah, the Avengers versus X Men. Yeah, like this year, earlier this year, uh, or last, it was year? Like last, last year. year. Like, and, like, Scott Summers went crazy, and then the, every, all the X-Men got uh, possessed by the Phoenix Force. The Phoenix Force. Force, yeah. Yeah, and then went crazy and shit. Which, if it, if it, if, they, if there's the cosmic universe is represented yeah. in, in the Avengers, no, there, it's a, within the realm of possibility. I think that would be cool. Because I just don't think Fantastic Four fits into that world as much as anything else. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, has to change, like, uh, Star-Lord's origins. Right. Because... Uh, Star-Lord's dad is Jason of Spartax, who is uh, associated with the Shi'ar Empire, but Shi'ar Empire is under the umbrella of X-Men. Right. So they have to change who Star-Lord's dad is, because they don't have the rights to the Shi'ar Empire. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if Marvel had all of their people... Here's the thing. I don't know. The, the companies, if they co- if they were cooperating, wouldn't they just all make more money? Like, uh, like the thing with Sony and Spider-Man and, uh, like, pretty much Marvel went to, to Sony and said, look, your Spider-Man movies are terrible. Mm-hmm. We're, we're hating what you're doing with our character. We want him back. We want him in our universe. We want creative control over him. Uh, what we'll do is we'll finance 60% of it. Mm-hmm. You finance forty percent of it. We'll split it like that, and then you get to make so much more money. Because Spider-Man under Marvel Studios would make way more money yeah. than the way the Spider-Man is right now under Sony. And Sony was like, "Man, we want, we get that. We want. We do, okay. we do okay. We do okay." And it's like, "No, no, you do not. You yeah. do not do okay." So, uh, so that's where that's where that is. It's kind of a tricky like Spider-Man hangs in the balance. You know, like, yeah. uh, like he's caught in a web. Oh my God! <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh Lord! Jesus Christ! But uh, so that's heroes in the news, apparently. So, um, I guess we're gonna start doing that. To start any any Let's updates on things like that, any news, we'll do it on on top of the show. So uh, today's episode, um, we're switching things up. We're getting away from the comic books. We're going to uh, to a cinematic, the film hero film. The film hero Indiana Jones, which uh, if you wanted to, we Doctor. can actually we can we can go from stuff in the news to Indiana Jones because uh, recently we found out that uh, Harrison Ford uh, only agrees to do the new Star Wars movies if they produced one more Indiana Jones movie. There you go. Because uh, Disney now owns everything, everything. Lucas. Yep, that's right. And so, uh, I mean, you know the story of how Harrison Ford wanted Han Solo to die in Return of the Jedi because he just didn't want to do that movie. Right. And so, (laughs) so, he's like, it's over. He's like, I I don't want to do this space monkey shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And so he said he would only do Star Wars if he got to do at least one more Indiana Jones movie because they were saying they wanted to reboot Indiana Jones and, you know, bring in a new actor kind of like, you know, James Bond type thing where Chris Pratt or Chris Pine or somebody like that would come in or Bradley Cooper would come in. 
Pratt can't do everything now. Yeah, he can't yeah. be in every movie. Well, Chris Pratt played Indiana Jones and Guardians of the Galaxy. He, to- he, he, he was like... He if played... you would take Star Wars and Indiana Jones, combine it together, that's Guardians that's of the Galaxy. That's totally Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. <laughs> like, even the opening scene when he's like, ah, I gotta get the no, thing. No, total homage to it. So, well, let's start. Let's let's stick to the format. So, what's the first thing you think of when, you, when someone asks you, what do you think of Indiana Jones? All-American hero. He's an all-American hero. He was one of the heroes where you saw him get hurt. Cause he was not infallible. He was not perfect. Because in the eighties and seventies, there was you know, it was the Rambo and you know Arnold Schwarzenegger and everything like and that. Getting shot four times and still and you know, there were these muscular dudes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, here comes Indiana Jones, where he gets shot in the arm and he's bleeding. And and there's the scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark when uh, Marion's like taping him up and giving him a first aid, and he's right. going, ah, ooh, ah, ah. And then also like, well, so. Uh, so I, when I looked him up, so I watched uh, um, the movies that I like of of this series because there's uh, some that I don't. But uh, I was re- so I looked him up and it was re- it's a it's an original character created by George Lucas. It, it was not, it's 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 based on it's all an homage, the, right? It's based on all of the pulp heroes from, from the twenties, like, from like the twenties yeah. and thirties, the adventure, uh, uh, like, like Alan Quartermain. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. Alan Quartermain had a whip. He totally had a whip, and and uh, it's, it, he created it. Uh, based on his love for these, like uh, the pulp comics and these yeah, adventure, yeah. like the of the thirties, and and uh, um, and that's why when he did when he did those the first three movies, the fourth one, he was like, oh, I did the pulp ones. Now I'm going to do the fifties and sixties, right. which was all about aliens and nuclear energy and these B. It came from outer space. He exactly. wanted to do one of those. Yeah. So uh, we'll get there, but <laughs> but so do we have to? Yeah, we have to. We have to talk about it. So uh, it start off the first one in the series, Raiders of the Lost Ark, comes mm-hmm. out and blows people away because yeah. it, Raiders was when did Raiders come out? Eighty uh, two. I think so. Eighty two. So. He's got his phone. He's cheating right now. I'm totally cheating. What's well, this is research? <laughs> this is a research. I'm pretty report. sure it was eighty two. Uh, research department says eighty one. Ooh, eighty one. You know, the budget for uh, Raiders was eighteen million dollars. Yeah. I wonder what that translates to to money now. In inflation, I'm probably guessing like fifty million. I don't know, but but but. That's got to be. I mean, that's w- such in- weird numbers, you know. Like, I mean, that I think that's what, like Raiders of the Lost Ark was on the transition of. Oh, we have these actual sets. Yep. We have these actual things, and then it was in the transition of. Oh, we need to start putting in like special effects and shit. Right, and that was one of the things. So that movie holds up perfectly. Yeah. You can watch that now because Indiana Jones, he's based in history. So it doesn't have to look modern. It's yeah. it looks like history. And the way it's shot, since it's shot on film, it doesn't really lose anything. Yeah. And uh the effects were done very in the the original George Lucas way, whereas uh, you know, Practical, practical effects, effects and, and they had to be creative with the camera work. So when you see like um the, the mock-ups of like these the plane going around and everything like all that shit's real like they like movies like that hold up a lot better than say watching something yeah. from like 10 years ago where you're like ooh yeah. like you watch Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer now and you're Oof. just like Ugh. You forget the story just the way it looks it's like ooh, Oof. Oof. but or like uh, Independence Day yeah have yeah. you ever seen Independence Day lately and no. you're like oh I thought this was good oh or like I re- or you it's like oh I remembered being so impressed by this yeah 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 right where they're like but um but yeah, so so uh, Indiana Jones is a great character because he is the you know it's the it's the all time 
it's it's timeless. Yeah, it's timeless. What you're saying, I love Indiana Jones because he is the everyman. He is a cowboy, but he's also educated. He's yeah. a t- professor. He's yeah. an archaeologist. He's searching for history, and uh, I think a lot of that was an homage to like the Egyptologists, like the people that go to oh, sure to raid. Right. Like literally, Tomb Raider was inspired by uh, by Indiana Jones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So having uh, like like these people were it was also that he he wasn't a dummy you know he wasn't just a muscle bound yeah you know shoot him up guy yeah. he was smart and they would it saw like in raiders with the whole um hunting down the amulet and the staff and the with the map chamber the map room yeah he's like figuring out that that oh you have to do this and he he's educated and i, I always like that because it gave it gave more depth to like everything so you watch yeah. it like as a kid you watch it and there's you know, faces melting off, and and uh, spoiler alert. And then <laughs> he's got his whip, and he's and also uh, to the point where so everybody was sick during the film. Everybody got like crazy diarrhea, like super dysentery. bad dysentery yeah, yeah. Uh, while they were filming it. To the point where like they were they had to change scenes. So that whole scene, that iconic scene of the, the, sword, the sword fighter, fight. yeah, yeah, he's swinging the sword like crazy. And then there was supposed to be this whole orchestrated sword fight scene. And then Harrison Ford's like, "What if I just shoot him?" And it's like ah, that fits. And then so literally that came from the fact they were all sick. And also he would probably do that anyway. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, here's what, the, what I like about that is the story is like I guess the dude, the bad guy with the giant sword, spent like weeks. Yeah, he was the stunt guy. He was the guy who like organized the thing. So like there. Like we're gonna shoot you, and he's like, "What? I just did all this stuff." Yeah, and they're like, "No, we're just gonna just fall down and die." And he was like, "All right." And then like they shot him, and he did like one of those like overacting, like, "Oh, you got me, go, Yeah, like it's like, "Oh man, I wanted more camera time than this. <laughs> I'm dead now." Did you know that? Here's something I learned looking it up. Uh, the originally cast person for Indiana Jones was not Harrison Ford. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Could you imagine a world, how the, different the world would be? I'm glad you didn't, man. That's fucking terrible. I love Magnum P.I., though. Yeah, like, fuck Magnum P.I. was... No, dude, if you, you're, you, gotta, you gotta go back to it. Magnum P.I. was like the modern-day Indiana Jones. Because it, he, he was sarcastic, he was smart, and he was like not... It wasn't on the on the time of education, but he was still like... It wasn't like an educator. But he was like 70s skeevy, though. He always just looked it's disgusting. Just, well, I mean, that was the time. I mean, you True story. If you look at Shipman Dale, yep. Rescue Rangers, they're, Magnum they're P.I. Yeah. and Indiana Jones. Dale is dressed like uh, Tom Selleck in Magnum P.I. and Chip is dressed like Indiana Jones with the fedora and everything. Yeah, man. It's literally flat out, straight out of the thing. So, uh, but yeah. So Raiders... Uh, By the way, I have, to, I have to preface myself. Indiana Jones is literally like my hero growing up. Yeah. I literally had a six-foot cutout of Indiana Jones, like the stand... Like you, in my room, you would hug it every night before bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good night, Dad. I, uh, I read, <laughs> I read all the Indiana Jones books. Just you, you, okay? Is that good? Because I was going to ask you I, about uh, this. I have the entire collection of the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles on DVD. You are, all three seasons. All three. You're get, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Ooh, ooh, you got such a boner ooh, right now. Oh my god! That's nah, my ball stick to my legs. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we had to turn the air off for the sound purposes. <laughs> um. So. Uh, yeah, so the, 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 let me find the thing. Um, dead air, dead air. No, 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 because we, look, so, so, um, it's also one of the first series to have a prequel, because Temple of Doom, that, it, like, Temple of Doom takes place before all the events of Raiders. Yeah. So, um, so when Temple of Doom comes out, that is... 
Um, until Queen Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out, that was my least favorite of the th- of the Indiana Jones movies. You know what's funny is uh, I I I actually do like Temple of Doom. I mm-hmm. do. It was darker. It yeah. was scarier. Um, but I the whole thing about Raiders of the Lost Ark was he didn't believe in the power of uh, of this of the Ark. He thought it was just a, like a, an object, like a prop. Like in the beginning, we was talking to to Donovan. Uh, not Donovan. Uh, uh, Marcus, Marcus Brody. Marcus Brody was talking to Marcus Brody in the beginning. He goes, "Ah, oh, come on, Marcus. You know, you know, I don't believe any of that hocus pocus superstition." Right. But it's like you literally just had stones that belonged to Sheba. Yeah, like you just saw the heart ripped out, <laughs> yeah. and you were almost you you were mind controlled by blood from a skull. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, you kind of fucking uh, you need a fucking. You, like if you don't believe it, then you're you're kind of yeah ignoring the fact that. that so if they if they had made it a sequel, the reason why. I think they wanted to make it a prequel was because uh, uh, Karen Allen, who played Marion, I don't think wanted to come back for a sequel. And they're like, well, but they're they're the love of each other's life, right? Would well, they need each other? They, like yeah. that, the story must go on with Marion Ravenwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but so then they did with Kate Capshaw, and uh, this is I, I I I don't like. Here's what I don't like about the movie. Um, I could. He was okay. So he's fighting in Raiders. He's fighting Nazis, mm-hmm. right? Just generally, like the like you can always they're always bad. Yeah. Nobody's like yeah yeah. Well, the Nazis had some points. So, yeah, I feel conflicted about him fighting the Nazis. But then so they have he goes to like uh, the whole thing starts out in China with a uh, short round and and that whole scene with that uh, anything goes in Chinese, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is so random, so weird. It was like you know like I'm gonna put my wife in this and then <laughs> well they weren't they were married at the time at the time. Yeah, yeah. There's a girl. Look everybody. There's a girl I want to fuck. Don't make me look bad. Yeah, but um. I'm Steven Spielberg. <laughs> so they start out at Club Obi-Wan. Yeah. Which is the name of the club they're at. Um, <laughs> I love that you know everything about stuff. You want, you want to know crazy? The diamond in, the, in that scene is the eye of the peacock from Alexander the Great's treasure room. And I know that because it was an episode of Young Indiana Jones Chronicles where he and his buddy Remy try to find that. And at the end, Remy goes off to try to find it. And Indiana Jones is like, no, I'm going to go back to school. Right. And then finally he tracks it down after all these years, and that's why he wanted it so bad, so he could get it in memory of his friend. Wow. That, man. See, that's Doesn't it stuff. bring so many different layers to it, it now? T- it really does now, because that, I remember, Young Indiana, okay, so Young Indiana Jones came out after, so uh, Temple of Doom was in 84, uh, and it's set in 1935, before all of the Nazi stuff. Before all that stuff. And then um, The Last Crusade, which is my favorite of the Indiana Jones movies, um, is was in 1989. Yeah. So uh, after 1989, that's when the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles came out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was after that because then they, they, they couldn't Starring do Starring a young Sean Patrick Flannery, three boondock saints. That's right, that's right. And... Um, and uh, so, so it goes back to him fighting Nazis. Where that like because in the Temple of Doom, yeah. there's like a lot of like kids, and there's this tribe of people, and he like you know why the tribe of people is the thuggies, and that's where you get the word thug from. You, what are you saying? I swear to God, like there's a cult in India called the thuggies, T H U G E E, and they're the ones that worshipped uh, Kali, and the, they were known the, the as devil. bad people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's that, the god of destruction, right? Kali is the I bad think, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the the Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it was. And so uh, they were known as bad people. So if you want to see somebody who was a bad person, you call him a thuggy. Oh. It eventually became ah, oh, guy's a thug. He's he's a bad person. And then that's the was, etymology of the word thug. Thug is from thuggy. 
So he fought. Look what British Indiana imperialism Jones. got us. Ooh, ooh. Um, man. That was, that was there you go. You learn something new every day. That's pretty Dropping good. Dropping some shit on you. Yeah, zeros on heroes teaching you the definition. <laughs> it's like a language lesson. From man, we went from uh, we from shooting people in the middle air with rockets to uh, an English lesson. Totally, yeah, etymology. Yes, both, all of it. Well, well look the it. study of language well, is really, truly the study of history. Well, America, it's truly the study of our. We're just like Indiana Jones. We are. So that there was so there's that that whole premise of like uh like uh, it belongs in a museum. There's like a lot of little like catchphrase things that well, you know, have come from the series. Is that uh, in the Indiana Jones mythos, uh, the academic world looked down on Indiana Jones because they called him a tomb raider. They called him uh, he's, he's a grave a robber. Yeah, he's a thief. Because here are all these artifacts. They're 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 being kept safe, and then he comes in and he blows down one of the walls or whatever it is. Right. Or he fights the Nazis, or he attacks somebody, whatever it is. He sets off the trap that destroys, seals the cave off from for everybody else with that giant boulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, he's there, it's like because there's a gold idol. And yeah. there's even the point when uh, a short round in Temple of Doom is mm-hmm. talking to Indiana Jones, and they they say the phrase "fortune and glory." Yeah, yeah. Because that they wanted fortune and glory. Yeah. So he's it's it's like a. Uh, is that from the book? Okay, so where do the books fit in? The bo- most of the books. How many are there? There's like a long series. There's tons. I mean, there was even a comic book series. There were books. Sure, there was sure, everything sure. like that. I mean, there was stuff like uh, the Spear of Destiny, which is the spear that you know stabbed Stab Jesus, yeah, and everything like that. Uh, there were a lot of young Indiana Jones books where he goes. We're contractually obligated to mention Jesus in every episode, just just so you know. <laughs> Because he's come up in every episode. Has he really? Something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he is the Lord. He's the Lord. Um, what, are you not going to talk about the Lord? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but, uh, but yeah, so I'm sorry, go on. About no, the so the, of Destiny. the books and everything, which were officially non-canon, uh, uh, kind of like what they did with Star Wars recently, where they right. said all the expanded universe isn't canon. Yeah. Um, so they kind of, you know, it's still fun to read, though. Like the, sure, sure. The video sure. games were good as well. The, there were the LucasArts, uh, like, top view, desktop point-and-click adventure things yeah. that I I loved, man. I think that, that was the Fate of Atlantis. That was, was one the of Indiana them. Jones one. The, and then it was a Star Wars one that I really liked. For, there yeah. was like a Yoda story thing. They had, you know, uh, uh, a Monkey Island and everything like that. LucasArts had uh, the like uh, uh, Grim Fandango. Like yeah, they were Sam killing Max. it. Sam and Max. They were kill- and the Monkey Island series. I loved. I yeah, still yeah, play. Yeah. I had it on. My, they came out on the iPhone recently. Which, by the way, I don't know if you knew this, Monkey Island was actually uh, the reason why they made Pirates of the Caribbean. The movie, yeah. Because uh, they were actually going to make a film adaptation of uh, Curse of Monkey Island, whatever it was, with Guy Bush Threepwood. Yep. And uh, they wrote a screenplay for it, and they said, no, we'll just turn it into a Pirates of the Caribbean thing, because we already have, that's one of our rides. Yeah. And so uh, that's how they made Pirates of the Caribbean, which if you look at the comparisons between the two, it's like, oh, there's a young kid with a little ponytail, yep. and he goes on this adventure, and there's there are all these pirate. skeleton pirates. Yep, the ghost pirate LeChuck. I remember all that shit, man. But uh, back to Indiana Jones. Back to Indiana. No, no, no. But that, that <laughs> was actually better than I thought it was gonna be. That oh, was really great. Uh, I swear to God, I actually was huge. I learned how to use a whip. What? I swear to God, a bullet like just making the noise and like, cra- wrapping it around shit. I got like real whips. I kind of used them. Jesus. I used to like. Back in Florida, I had a, like a uh, when I was growing up, I had a, like a townhouse at one point. Sure. And, uh, and so I had this whip, and I would just go in the patio, and I just. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got really fucking good at it. 
I love that. Like, that's the shit that you think that you'd start doing as a kid. Like, uh, I, like, uh, we just came back from opening, so I made a joke about devil sticks. I got really fucking good at that. <laughs> and it's the stuff you learn as a kid that you'll yeah. never use as an adult. Like, Bro, I was so good at the whip. Like, you're I just am... waiting for the day that you'll be called upon to oh, use man. your whip skill. I was like, oh man, if I could impress the kids at school with this, I get. <laughs> I get a girl to kiss me. I get a girl to kiss. And I'll be point, like, hey, I, check out my whip. Whoops. At one point, Ooh, I, I moved to a place called Jupiter Farms, and we had all these pine trees, and it was like you know, it was half an acre of land. You know, yeah. it's not huge, but it's pretty decent no, that's size. Nice, yeah. But uh, and all the we had tons of pine pine trees, and the pine cones would fall all the time. So I would actually get the pine cone and I'll throw it up in the air and I'd whip it in midair and like make it explode. And like I was then fucking oh good God. at whippery. I'm <laughs> you were at whippery. Whippery. Oh man, that's that. It, look, you learn <laughs> the useless talent. I mean, because let's be honest, there needs to be more whips on Walking Dead. Why would there? Why are all the whips gone? That seems like a useful. <laughs> no, why would you need a whip in Walking Dead? Because you get distance from the opponent, and you can get. But it's right. not a killing. It's not a killing thing. No, but it's a disabling thing. It's a very versatile look. Shut up. I, I would. <laughs> I would say go for the ball and chain first. The ball and chain, like oh, like yeah. bola snare, like the thing you like spin a, and throw. You know, like a yeah, like a like absorbing man. If you ever, for oh right, yeah, well, like a big ball at the end of a chain, you what pack? Yeah, or like a, a mace or something like sure. that. Sure, all of that works, and uh, uh, but yeah, that was the whip. man. You got that good with a whip. I was really Exploding good with whip, man. pine cones. Good. I had so many fedoras. <laughs> Before that became the new internet, the well, it's the, the hipster thing, or the, whatever. The, or the fedora. Well, it's like the the whole chin beard thing. If you're on Reddit, they make fun of like everybody hates on fedoras. Well, this is the thing about fedoras. Like the people hate on fedoras. Like I liked wide brim fedoras. Nowadays, it's like the the, the, the little, little tiny brim, which is like you know, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, now that I'm in New York and it's cold, I see so many people wearing fedoras. I'm like, bro, I can bring that back. I can bring that. Bring that back. Like Al Roker's every like Thanksgiving Day parade, he's wearing a fedora. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. oh. that's oh. who I aspire. That's who I look to him for my fashion cues. <laughs> Al Roker. Do you remember uh, why he Indiana Jones wears a fedora? Well, in Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, I mean, in in Last Crusade, yeah, when the whole River Phoenix, because River Phoenix also played young Indiana Jones in that whole. Who Harrison Ford requested? Yeah, and and and, and he does that whole uh, train scene. It's a great first scene. That oh, that intro crazy. is fantastic. It sets up everything about Indiana Jones. It's within fifteen. Minutes. Perfect. Yeah, it's he's he's got the uh, he's going against authority uh, because yeah. he's he's like a scout and he's wandered off and he knows that there's something there. So he's you can see that he's researched. He's smart. Yeah, he's yeah. intelligent. He's do we can do research and then he finds these guys and he's willing to take risks and all that stuff it sets up on the train so it sets up the whip with the lion sets and he up sets the whip. up it sets up his scar on his chin even yeah. with which, the whip which is in reality Harrison Ford got it from a car accident right right but they set it up to oh he got that from the whip, from the whip. sets up his fear of snakes and the fear of snakes is there because in the beginning he's like ah oh, it's just a snake what are you scared of and yeah. then he falls to a giant vat of exactly exactly and then so that's when you see like when you go back and you watch Raiders and he sees that uh, the snake in the plane even the first uh, the first scene yeah it's it's it, it all ties in and I, that's the one thing that I I enjoy the most about this is that's why it holds up yeah the world is so consistent yeah and then that whole thing of the 
the the you know he steals the craw the golden cross thing and then it belongs to the other dude and the other dude gives him the fedora yeah yeah and then the whole it belongs in a museum all that shit like it's so interesting because he says it belongs in a museum which goes against what he would later do was this fortune and glory he started off with good intentions where he said no this needs to go you know I believe in science I believe in history right. my father's a professor I know all these different languages this is a very important piece of historical art mm-hmm. and then he realizes that. Uh, that's not how the world works. That the people who want fortune and glory want it more than everybody else. So he ends up. They're going. All right, fine, whatever. I'm gonna. I'm gonna rob graves. Right. Because that's what gets you famous. And then, uh, yeah. So that's that shows the 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 prequel Indiana Jones. And then when he's in Raiders, you can kind of see where he's like more jaded about. It. Like, yeah, like yeah. he's just like, well, whatever. You know. Because yeah. Raiders isn't really about him seeking fortune and glory it's about the government is now he's fighting a, he's fighting a fight well that, that he's seeking glory but he's also getting a huge paycheck for doing it sure but it's it's not it wasn't his impulse yeah you know so like um and the, end the of first Ra- one was the, the idol was and then but this whole other quest starts him like the whole thing of he's fighting yeah. nazis you know and that like the end of uh the ra- end of raiders of the lost ark where he says you know what are you going to do with it? It needs to be examined. You know, it's a powerful object. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't something you need to sell or, or you know, whatever it is. And they ended up putting it in the, in the warehouse. But that sets it up for uh, uh, Crusaders. Where I would almost say, like, uh, the ending of Raiders of the Lost Ark, where they, you know, they put the Ark away. Right. Made him realize, like, no, there's more than just fortune and glory in this. Right. And that's why maybe that's what set him off to find the Cross of Coronado again. Mm-hmm. Is because he said, I need to get this you know this object back into a museum that's why the whole thing starts out he's fighting the people yep. on the boat and he's like i need to uh, i need to atone for my past sins yeah yeah and then and then okay so one of the things that so the the, the hat that comes into play that everybody recognizes as iconically indiana jones mm-hmm. um it has i was reading it had a very simple purpose it was throwback to like uh westerns and things like that where the hat would be pulled down so that um, the stunt guy, so the so they would not be recognizable for yeah. any of these crazy stunts. Mm. So that's why the hat always stays on, because it becomes like kind of it became kind of like a running gag where it's like anytime they have a fault cut, you got to put the hat back on. Yeah. Because that because then if the hat falls off in some other scene, and then it doesn't fall off when these crazy action scenes, you're like, oh, there's it's inconsistent. They actually thought about that. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's just something that that people like that's that's like the uh, the sign of a of a good filmmaker when they're like, yeah, but you know, we have to do it this way. So let's just keep the tone all the way through. It's not realistic, yeah. but it's entire like, that's what, that's the whole thing I was listening to when I was editing the, the, the Spider-Man one. It's like creating the world that you live in and then staying in it. Yeah. You have to establish the rules. If you establish the rules and it's like, like the hat stays on the whole time. And then once the rules are so established that it's like, ah, it's given it's not weird anymore. Yeah. Then in like crusade when they, when he's on the tank and it finally flies and it off. Flies off you're like, oh shit, he died. Yeah, you know, like yeah, literally, yeah. you're you're like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, let's not gloss over Sean Connery being an awesome uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones' dad. And they're not that far apart in age, which I thought was no, funny. they're only like ten or twelve years. Right. Apart. So it was so it was like you know Sean Connery uh, yeah. played older because George Lucas wanted to create a character that would be the American James Bond. Yeah. He wanted he like I think it was Spielberg said his dream was to direct a, a James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. And the studio wouldn't let him. So he said, I'm going to direct my own one. It was like, maybe I'll create one with a spy or whatever it was. And George Lucas was on the beach in Hawaii with Steven Spielberg. And he was like, you know, I got this uh, 
I get the storm kicked around. <laughs> if you want, if you want to do it. And he was like, "Yeah, let's fucking let's do that shit." Yeah, yeah, let's do Indiana. And then it's like, "Oh yeah, what's it called? Oh, it's called Raiders of the Lost Ark." Yeah, yeah. And it's Indiana Jones. Like I love, like part of me loves those moments of like at some point someone had to come up with everything that you know now. Yeah. Like every major thing, somebody came up with it. You know. Yeah. So it's it's always fascinating to think about like you know George Lucas. And Steven Spielberg just like kicking kicking ideas around the same way like we would talk about a joke or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Where it's and then it's like becomes an iconic, like something that well. So let's talk about it. Um, Kingdom of the Crystal Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. All right, all right. So it comes out many 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 years later, trying to revive the series or trying to give it like one last big. Yeah. It was supposed to be the last one, right? Like it was supposed to be the goodbye. Well, you know what's funny is like I think the Last Crusade was supposed to be the last one. They literally, they literally called, it called it the Last, the Crusade. last Crusade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at like the end, I thought it was a perfect way to end the whole series. Was mm. they were li- like the final scene is them riding off into the sunset. That's it's it's so my favorite. I like it's, it's hard for me to acknowledge that the, the that the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull even exists, but yeah. I have to. You know, it's like Ugh. yeah. And then like like even in like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, they're like, look at all our friends who died, and it like shows a picture of like Marcus, and it shows a picture of of Sean Connery. It's like, oh yeah. Alright, so I'm depressed right off the bat. Yeah, everybody's dead. Everybody who I grown in who who I would have liked to have seen again. Yeah. Because that's what they could have just not mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. Well, even then, I think a lot of it goes to like Sala, uh, Marcus Brody, um, and uh, you know, Marion Ravenwood or like they're part it's not just Indiana Jones, it's how it's the world he lives in. Yeah, yeah. It's like a very full kind of world with a good supporting cast. Short round. Short round Again, the weakest of the yeah, yeah, the yeah, movies yeah. was Temple of Doom, but like, cause they all had that literally feels felt like a one off, where it's like, yeah, we just get to do something. You know what? You know, what's interesting about the Kingdom of Crystal Skulls, it really relied heavily on how old Harrison Ford was. Yeah, and I think it's a reflection of you know they say like write what you know, and so mm. it's, it's written by George Lucas, directed by Steven Spielberg, starring Harrison Ford. Yeah. They're all old guys, so they're like, this is what I'm going through in my life. Yeah. Let's tra- All my friends are dying. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, but does that market to people who are 18 to 30 years old? No, like nobody Absolutely not, wants yeah. to he- see their hero stumble. Well, that they... So or they, at least grow old and have gray hair and shit. Yeah, yeah. And then they bring in uh, Shia, Shia LaBeouf, mm-hmm. to play uh, essentially Indiana Jones' son. Yeah. But he's like a 50s greaser and he rides a motorcycle and it's like... Uh, like, I get what they were trying to do with it. Mm-hmm. But it's just... Like, even... Like, Harrison Ford is like six foot two, six foot four, whatever He's a big dude. He's a big dude. He, you know, he's very uh, Aryan. I guess he's he a white guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a white guy. Fair-featured. Very waspy. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's very Captain America-ish. He, yeah, you know, he And then you bring in Shia LaBeouf, who's like five foot seven. Yep. And uh, he's got an annoying voice. And he he plays kind of a pipsqueak in it. Yeah, he he he's not. There's nothing. It's hard to find like because they try to redeem him at some point in the movie, but he's kind of like a shithead the whole time. Yeah, he's kind of shitting on everybody. He's he's, he's got like a chip on his shoulder, and it's like, and it's one of those things where it's like you've done nothing to earn it. You know, yeah. you're just a dick for no reason. Yeah, trying to be like basically for, like shoehorning James Dean into the movie. Yeah, like you know, what, almost it seemed like he, even. Like, if you put him in a group of, like, greasers, mm-hmm. and uh, they'd be like, get this poser out of here. 
Like he's not a like he seems like one of those dudes who saw hipsters and was like, yeah, I'm gonna buy some dark room glasses and a flannel shirt. Yeah, it's like, like I'm gonna fit in. You yeah. know, like if you had had a dude who really was gruff and really was like a greaser who was like, yo, get the fuck out of here, grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh shit, that's that's Indiana Jones' son. Yeah, that's the son of Indiana Jones. That's the thing. It was, it was the son of not just anybody. It wasn't just the son of Indiana Jones. It was the son of Indiana Jones and Marion Ravenwood. Right. Like the two most badass. Characters like that's that's one of the reasons why a lot of people didn't like Kate Capshaw on Temple of Doom is because she was the screaming damsel in distress. It was whole oh fucking God. movie. The whole movie is literally her. It was very, it was very like like if a feminist today saw that they'd be like yeah well, even a feminist back then back would be then, like yeah, yeah what the fuck is this it's so it's like such a weird oh, character. Bugs. Oh, yeah, when Marion Ravenwood is there drinking that lady under the table, uh, you know, beating up Nazis, hitting that guy with a bottle, yeah, yeah. shooting the 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 the, the, the you know the airplane with the propeller yeah, in the back. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, she's she's part of the action. She's part of the scene. She's she's just as much a hero in that story as as uh, as Indiana Jones. And then uh, to cut to Cape Capshaw yeah. of like basically I, I equate it to like the kung fu movies of the of like the seventies when they like literally there's like all of this action going on, and all of a sudden there's just one girl put her hand up to her mouth and go I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if like, you know what's funny, like Shia LaBeouf seems like the child of Indiana Jones and, and, and Kate Capshaw, probably. It's yeah, like, that ah. makes much more sense. It would have made way more sense if halfway through the movie, like yeah, 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 Shia yeah. LaBeouf was just like anything goes, <laughs> <laughs> or like a, a handful of bugs. <laughs> It's so funny how, like, they set it up. Like, everybody knew from the beginning of the movie that, like, that was supposed to be his son. Yeah, yeah. Like, to the point where it was, like, they tried to give him, like, a weird weapon. Like, because Indiana Jones' weird weapon is the Unconventional weapon is the weapon. And then they were, like, well, he's got a switchblade, but he also uses swords. And it's, like, oh, really? That's going to be his thing? That's his thing, Like, he's going to carry a sword on his hip the whole time? Like, like a eh. samurai? Like, what happened? What's going it, on? It I mean, felt like they were forcing it too much. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Everybody made a big deal about the fact that it was aliens, and I'm like, no, I'm cool with that. It wasn't even aliens. It was uh, interdimensional beings. Well, right, yeah. From the place in between places. <laughs> in the big picture, it was what the uh, the Mayans or whatever, the, the, the what was the... Yeah, what are those savages? What are those, what are the savages? <laughs> you know, the, the, the Nazca lines, who does the Nazca lines? Yeah, the Incas? Peruvians? The Incas? Incas? I, don't I don't remember. Oh, man, shit, we sound so ignorant. Right yeah, now. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, so it's like, um, it's, they're not of the earth, so that's like what we would call, you know, extraterrestrial. Yeah, gods I guess. or yeah. whatever, yeah. And then they were, you know, the skulls would align and all these things. Granted, they reached a lot. Like, the the premise of it being something not... Because, look, man, we had God and Alien. Like, yeah. the thing was that it was so different from the religious aspect of both uh, Raiders and Crusade that mm-hmm. suddenly it's like, oh, wait, but if the religion thing is true, then this can't be true. Because mm-hmm. it's, 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 like, science-based. It's well, inter- interdimensional. It's, well, that's you know, the like, thing. Like, with Temple of Doom, like, in the first one, it was like, oh, here's the Ark of the Covenant. It's a Jewish thing, which is also a Judeo-Christian thing. Right. So, like, it's like, oh, everybody, okay, my God still exists. And then Temple of Doom, it was like, but there's also the Hindu gods. And they get uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then they were like, we don't like this uh, pagan stuff. Go back to the Judeo-Christian. They were like, well, how about uh, the Cup of Christ? And they're like... <laughs> We'll take We're good, it. yeah. We're good with that. Um, so it's almost as if, like the Hindu, like if they, I was, uh, I could, oh man, this is so crazy. Actually, in the the, the DVDs of Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, uh-huh. they always have like the episode, and then they also have like 
like a whole documentary about that time period or that subject area. Wow, that sounds cool. So, so there was one part with uh, where young Indiana Jones meets uh, Krishna Merte from like India. No, really? That's cool. And, and well, he wasn't Hindu; he was like one of those New Age yeah, yeah, yeah. type things. And uh, but they talked about like the Indian culture, and they said one of the reasons why uh, it's impossible to convert Hindus to Christianity because they try to do that is because there were so many gods and the, the thousands of gods in the yeah. Hindu culture that they were like oh Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior and they were like cool well Adam and they're like no no he's the only one like nah 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 yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh so that's why it's almost as if like like Steven Spielberg and George Lucas subscribe to the Hindu religion because there's so many different mystical objects or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not as, I, I would say it's not as well known to the average American what the Hindu gods are, but I yeah. mean, I'm sure you could, I think that was a good way of, of including that, that, uh, you know, so I do, I guess so the mysticism is real, but then like, I think that it didn't, for me, I was okay with it. It just pulled me out of the old movies, or it's like, oh man, it's too far. You know what it is? I think this is one of my main complaints. There are many complaints I have about King of the Crystal. First of all, King of the Crystal Skull, like when it first came out, I was so excited. I was, yeah, I, I was super this. pumped. Midnight watching, I had a six foot cutout of this dude. Yeah, I know how to use a whip. I am watching this movie. The, it's in your wheelhouse. And I go, and it's just like so depressing. That's I, how it felt I, with I literally walked out. Episode one, yeah. I walked out. And I was like, it was good, right? It was good, guys. Like, right? I want it was to good, believe. right? And everybody was like, oh, no, I don't think it was that good. I was like, no, it was good, guys. It was good. It was good. It was so good. And then for like two years, I was like, it's a good, it's a good movie, guys. I love it. Just good. like trying to convince yourself so hard. And then like I would watch it and rewatch it and rewatch it and DVD and Blu-ray. And I was like, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. And then finally one day, I was like, like fuck this shit. <laughs> like two damn. years, three God. years. It was like when like you find out your wife cheats on you, and then like you live with her for two years, and then one day you're like, you know, fuck you, you whore. Oh, yeah, yeah, out of nowhere. <laughs> Like you're like you're like no we for, I've forgiven her and I've moved on <laughs> and then like like three years later she like leaves like a towel on the floor in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get the fuck out of my <laughs> house stop leaving the towels on the floor you cheating bitch yeah it's like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. I thought we were past this obviously not because you're leaving fucking towels all over the place <laughs> rubbing it in my face as to how much dick you said well, what is the did you use a towel to clean the cum off your back <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 Indiana Jones the King of Crystal Skull my main complaint with Indiana Jones and the King of the Crystal Skull was there was no MacGuffin. You know oh, MacGuffin? The... Like it was like, oh, we need to find the Ark of the Covenant. We need to find the the stones. We need to find the, 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 the cup of Christ. The Holy Grail. They had the skull with and them. And it's literally like, oh, we have the skull. Let's go find a place to put it. Right, yes. And it's not yeah, yeah, like yeah. they should have like if they were gonna do the whole thing where oh you need to put it on top of at the top of the remaining skeleton, they should have said there's a missing skeleton or there's, right, there's something yeah. that goes along with this. We need to combine these things. But it was always just like, yeah, let's just find that city. I think a lot... Is this the one that you... This, I have all of them. There's three different ones. Right. He's showing me a picture of the, the cover for Young Indiana Jones gonna Chronicles. Because that's going to be uh, our recommended reading for, for this episode. You know, I love... Like, I actually really did love the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, that's right. But many things wrong came to Crystal. All right, we'll go back to that in a second. But yeah, many things wrong that came to Crystal Skull was there was no MacGuffin. Right. Second was uh, Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Just oh. everything about Shia LaBeouf. Everything about Shia LaBeouf and he Mutt did Williams. Not belong and, in the, yeah, yeah. Mutt, they, and they gave him like, oh, they, oh, let's give him a name, kind of like Indiana, Indy. It's called Mutt. No, that's not. No. That's not an adventurer's name. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was like, oh, well, we named Indiana Jones after the dog. Why don't we just 
Leave him a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was that, like, ah, that's all bad. I think a lot. So, I mean, what is you got more on that list? Oh, I'm I got sure. more. I got uh, a swinging with the monkeys. That one, yes, was oh my god. god fucking awful. There was no you know, what monkeys the? have personalities and they have understanding of good and evil. Where Shia LaBeouf is in the trees and he's swinging with this horrible CGI monkeys. Yes, and then they realize, oh, he's the good guy. Let's let's fight the the Russians, which is yeah. another thing. Russians was like you could argue like. The Russian, the, the USSR, had good intentions. They were trying to govern their people. Right. It's like, not as they're blatant not blatantly evil like the Nazis. the Nazis. But I do I, like for me saying that the Russians were fine. If they were like an offshoot, like of like the same way that um, uh, what's his name, Belloc in uh, Raiders of the Lost, Lost, Lost Ark was. Oh, by the way, the actor who played Belloc also played Ivan Ooze in Power Rangers movie. Bet you didn't know that. Whoa! Shit. I did not know that. He also played the priest in Hot Fuzz. Shh, hot fuzz, man. I have to watch that again. That's I saw that drunk. I don't remember it. Oh. Uh, but but uh, but like so, he was an offshoot of the Nazis. The same way like the red the, the the red skull in Captain America. It wasn't the Nazis. It was like the bad, the even worse Nazis. Yeah. So like if these people were like the even worse Russians, fine. You know, like the the, yeah. the KGB or the FSB or or, or so the, these these pe- these offshoots of like the spy organizations yeah, that yeah, are yeah. killing people and yeah. torturing people. It's like okay, I those are bad. Guys, like yeah. clearly, the idea of Marxism. Also, we're not here to discuss the politics of it. Yeah, These yeah. people are killing people to get the thing that's going to yeah. give them ultimate power. But like, they pretty much set it up that like they just didn't like them because they didn't like communists. Where like even the beginning, Indiana yeah. Jones was like, "I like Ike," and I was like, "Oh, you're just yeah. into McCarthyism." Like, yeah. I almost feel bad because it's like, "Oh, you're you're friends with McCarthy?" Like, you're yeah, just, you're blackballing amazing screenwriters because you and, think they're communist. Yeah. And like, and like uh, anti-homophobia. The, the homophobics and then yeah, like yeah, anti counterculture yeah. and all this crazy stuff. It's like, ugh. so it's like, oh, you're with those people. And then ultimately, like, I didn't have a problem with the alien because you said that too. Yeah, yeah. Problem. Like, I have a problem with the concept of aliens or the creatures in between worlds or whatever it is. Yeah. But like, it was the CGI of the creatures. Yes. Completely threw me off because it looks so fake. So, <clears throat> and also the the one big thing that came out of it was the they almost look like the the uh, the cloners on Camino. Yes. Attack of the clones. Yes. And it's like uh, the the whole nuke the fridge came out of it, yeah. where he survives a nuclear blast by getting in a refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. Like entirely unbelievable. The thing about Indiana Jones was that he wasn't the super. It was like when they made Die Hard Four, where the Die Hard thing. I because I, I love Die Hard One, like Die Hard Two, Die Hard Three was all right, and then like as soon as they did Die Hard Four and Die Hard Five, they yeah. made it into a superhero. Exactly. Yeah. So the the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, where it's like it's like not even close to believable. Yeah. First of all, in in the in what he's actually doing. Like they're like the whole thing about the jeep falling off the cliff into a tree that lands it oh, down. So Jesus. The crazy, the swinging on the vines. None of that is like physically realistic. Yeah. The fridge. None of that is. And on top of it, it's done in CGI. That's pretty n- bad. Like yeah. you could have not done that. Yeah. Like you could. We could have found another way to like do it, they, shoot it practically. If they wanted better. to drop a bomb and have Indiana Jones escape from a nuclear bomb, which is yeah. totally understandable. Sure. Like they should have been like put him in like a like a. Maybe it was like the prototype for like a stealth bomber or something like that, and he has yeah. to get in it. He doesn't know how to fly because he got the flying thing going on. Right. So maybe he like ah, and he crash lands and he, he makes it out of the explosion. Sure. Like he ejects, you know. Like, like they even had it in there where he was on the rocket propelled sled. Yes. Fighting the other dude. Maybe yeah, the yeah, sled yeah. took off and it 
spread her wings and it flew and he's like oh yeah 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 whatever it is there's so many other things where it's like but I was like that, no let's, that, get, let's get him into a GE yeah let's get him into a refrigerator that ex- literally gets blood it would have killed him I'm a medical professional for those for the listeners I'm a certified paramedic yeah. he would have died and me, he it, they would the fridge would have opened up and it would have been a it would have been full of goo yeah, yeah it would have just been full of a broken sack of goo that was formerly Indiana Jones I get that they're like oh it was lead lined all right, that's fine if it's like slow radiation. Exactly. Yeah. But it's kind of like that Ron White joke where he's like the guy who would, it was like I can do a hundred push. Oh no, he goes like I'm so I'm so strong. You know, I work out so much I can withstand a Category Five hurricane. He, they ties himself to a tree. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, it's not that the wind is blowing; it's yeah. what the wind is blowing. Yeah, it's not gonna help if you get hit by a Volvo. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. So the whole thing is that yeah, the radiation that's not the biggest problem with an yeah, atomic yeah. bomb at that particular distance. <laughs> You're close enough to the bomb where the radiation is, at the very least, second on your list <laughs> of What's the right? giant shockwave that's about to rip you and like, like particleize you. Oh, so it blew through the house, it blew through cars, it blew through all those, you know, these very heavy objects. Yeah. But that fridge. The fridge got just, it just got the knocked fridge. off. Just boom. But like, that's literally small potatoes compared to everything else that was fucking wrong. Yeah, no. And then so, so basically what my, what my theory is, is that... That's the same. The same reason Crystal Skull sucked is the same reason why Episode One sucked. Why the prequels are terribly. It's like George Lucas was writing old stories, old people stories, mm-hmm. and too set to like make any real change. Like, like every he was like, oh, because in like Episode One. There's like trade negotiations, yeah, all this crazy yeah. that people make fun of, and then in but then it's like when Indiana Jones, he's like, I'm gonna give the kids what they like: explosions and computer effects and and the refrigerators and you know like because <laughs> kids love the kids love refrigerators. They're always climbing in them and dying or whatever it is. I don't know what the draw is. I remember there being a Punky Brewster episode. Jesus. Where it was all centered around how a kid climbed into a disposed, like on the side of the street refrigerator, and he almost died. And it was the dangers of refrigerators. I, I, this is 100% true. I remember that was like a big thing when I was a kid. Was like, Don't get in the refrigerator. Don't get in the refrigerator. And then here's Ooh. Indiana Jones, just the scoff law, just kind of, I don't, I'll do my own thing and get this gets into refrigerators. That's like the whole thing about refrigerators is kind of like how, uh, uh, they're like, don't do drugs. I was like, what are drugs? Well, it's like cocaine. You sniff it and you get really energetic and you get really happy. Don't do that. It's like, oh, okay, I need to find some cocaine. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. It's like uh, in uh, Walk Hard. Well, you ever see the Dewey Cox? Oh, yeah, Walk yeah. Hard, yeah. When they're like, what's this? And he's like, it's cocaine. It, it's like, you don't want... Well, he walks into a room and he's all innocent. Yeah, and then yeah. they're, they're, they're doing drugs. He's like, he's like, I want some of that. What is that? He's like, no, you don't want any part of this, Dewey. <laughs> It's like, what is it? It's cocaine. It's like, what does it do? It's like, it turns all your bad feelings good. And he's like, I think I want some cocaine. And then he gets a drug habit and he invents yeah. punk music. And then they like they go through all the drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, don't, don't crawl in refrigerators. Oh, is that a thing? I can, can I can crawl I in refrigerators? I wonder what it looks like inside a refrigerator with the door closed. Oh. Now I'm curious. It can't be that hard to get exactly. out of it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, oh my God. So, yeah, that movie was terrible. So what do you expect from the new, the the fifth one that they're going to be coming out with? The fifth one, I have... A deep lit- sigh. That's one the first thing you could expect. There's literally nothing... Unless they kill him at the end, but then they're not going to do that. Um, you know what's funny is they before they did King of the Crystal Skull, there was talk of um, having 
Sean Connery come back as the father again, and they would bring along his brother, who was going to be played by Kevin Costner, and it was like Ooh. evil Indiana Jones. Oh. So it'd be like the two brothers fighting against each other. But then, well, I mean, they had not spoken of a brother at all this whole time. Yeah. So it would probably be like his half-brother or something like that, like, you know. Because, you know, you assume someone has a father, but, if like, so that they could bring, like, oh, yeah, it's his dad. Yeah. But if they're, like, adding family members, it's like, it's like, it's like the whole, um, when they, when someone on a sitcom has a baby. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, we need to, we need to, we need some new comedy to mine. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's add a thing. Let's so add in the, the cousin and the Brady Bunch. Or exactly, let's, yeah. Let's add in Leonardo DiCaprio and Growing Pains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um. Uh, oh, by the way, I misspoke before. The MacGuffin in Last Crusade wasn't. The, the, the cup of Christ. The MacGuffin was having a relationship with his father. Oh, like that's the one thing that he was going after? That's the thing he was going after. He was never, like, you remember he said, like, oh, I'm going after the, the... He never said I'm going after the cup of Christ. He didn't want to go on the quest to oh, find the cup of Christ. Oh, he wanted to find his kid. He said, my dad. father wants to find the cup of Christ. Right. He wanted to find his father and make sure his father's okay. <coughs> that's true. Well, because even then when, when Donovan says... Uh, you need to talk to me when uh, Indiana Jones is like you need to you should find my father he's like we did he's the one that's gone missing yeah. that's the impetus for all the action in the yeah, movie yeah yeah he wanted to find because if they would have told him hey we're going to go find the clip of the, the Holy Grail he'd be like oh good luck yeah but it was his father so then yeah, yeah. oh well that's uh, I mean that's that's nice and at the end it was like uh, he said you know they, they all got together at the, the cavern and he only goes after the cup because they shoot his exactly. dad exactly yeah. he was like uh, you need to go get it he's like I don't want it and he was like oh you need it yeah. <laughs> and he shoots his dad oh, way, hey man I didn't think about that oh, man. I'm gonna go watch that movie again oh it's great there's so many layers to it yeah yeah you know what's great about that too he had, uh, Sean Connery gets shot by Walter Donovan Donovan shoots him with a Walter PPK Oh yeah, Ooh. the Walter Walter. Ooh, shooting with the Walter. There's that was of... James Bond's gun. That's right. It was a James Bond gun. This is all, man. You mm-hmm. you, you know your shit, dude. Oh, bro, bro. You got to show me some of them whip skills. Oh, dude. It's well, ridiculous. so um, yeah, we're wrapping up now. We're over the hour, but um, so uh, go watch the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. That's uh, it's on. Uh, it's actually on Netflix. I think it doesn't have the special features on it. Uh, Which I was just I was because I, I I know it's on there but yeah. uh, they like you can get the volume one like on Amazon uh, for thirty bucks so yeah and that's the first that's the entire first season I think because if you get it like I loved it because like I said before there was like documentaries about I'm a huge history buff too mm-hmm. so there's so many documentaries like after it and also it's interesting to see how many like celebrities were in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles like Daniel Craig was in it. Oh wow! Uh, he played a, 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 a German villain. Uh, then there was also uh, Catherine Zeta Jones was in it, and uh, Jeffrey Jeffrey Wright, who was also in uh, the uh, James Bond movies. He played Felix uh, in the Indian uh, in James Bond movies. There's literally so many celebrities. You watch it, and you go, "Oh shit, that's fucking." It's like freaks and geeks where you see them. Oh, they become I'm, these. I'm pretty things. sure. I don't remember positive. I think Jude Law might actually play Lawrence of Arabia in it. Like, there's so many like celebrities that just wow. pop up. It's fantastic. So, uh, so it's on it's on Amazon if you want to get the special features. If you just want to watch the show, which it was it was like a pretty decent like uh, addition. Like it's a, yeah. it's like it's it it. it, it if you're a fan of Indiana Jones, if you like the the movies, it, it adds depth to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it totally. Does it stray too far from? from no, not really. I mean, it has like a lot of good backstory. Like, uh, if you watch uh, Indiana Jones: Last Crusade, like, there's the whole like conversation that like uh, Indiana Jones says, "Mom would have understood."
childhood and, and uh, you know, mm. all the shit. And then you see his mother and you're like, oh, wow, she was a nice lady and blah, blah, blah. Right, and he, right, right. He, like, he, he meets all these legendary figures from history, actual people that actually exist, like Lawrence Arabia said, anytime you go to a region, learn the language. And that's why Indiana Jones in the movies knows so many different languages. Ah. It's because Lawrence Arabia said... Read your, yeah. read your, uh, and, uh, you know, he meets, you know, Pablo Picasso, he meets... Right, yeah, I was just reading that there's, like, a whole bunch of people, like, uh, Norman Rockwell, uh, in Paris, and he finds, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, P- uh, Pablo Picasso... He meets so many Degas. legendary figures. Yeah, if you, uh, if you watch it, I think the way they have... He feuds stuff, with Tolstoy. Yeah, yeah, he does. Puccini. Yeah, wow. It's amazing. If you... Freud, Young, and Adler. Oh my god! Oh, bro, it's amazing. He talks with the whole. I mean, he, at one point he goes to Chicago and battles uh, Al Capone. He goes in Mexico with Pancho Villa. That's the that's that's one of my favorite episodes. Is the Pancho Villa episode? That's this. Oh man, I'm gonna watch it, I, this, dude. You have to. Here's, I, the, wants to, I want to get the DVDs here, now. Here's the thing about it though. The way they have it set up now is that uh, they put it into two sections. They have it where it's him as like a ten year old, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes for about. The first, I don't know, I'd probably say a good at least ten episodes, where it's like him and he's a kid traveling to different regions or whatever it With is. His and family, then, yeah. And then after that, it switches over to him when he's like eighteen, nineteen. Showing Patrick Flannery era. And it's him going off to fight. With Pancho Villa, and then it's him going off to fight in uh, in World War One. He's in the trenches. He meets Charles de Gaulle. He gets, becomes a POW. He's got to break out of a prison. Like all this crazy stuff. It's like the the Sean Patrick Flannery part is way action packed. And then the first part with the little kid is like, oh jeez, I gotta get through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is still interesting. Well, I mean, if you're gonna binge watch it, that's that's not unusual now. Yeah. That's not unusual to have a season take a, a whole show take time to build. Yeah, yeah. Like the know? very the when it first came on on ABC because was an ABC sure. television show it would be like they would pair up him as an 8 year old and then him as an 18 year old or a 10 year old and an 18 year old then it would go the next one would be him as a 10 and it would be like two part episodes Oh, and they would like usually coincide with each other like in the very beginning the very first episode uh, is him as a, as a 10 year old and he goes with uh, uh, Howard Carter to uh, dig up like the tomb of Tutankhamen Right, and so there's a whole curse, and there's you know, and then it becomes a mystery who killed these people, and then uh, he finds out the the murderer uh, uh, is in is selling weapons to Pancho Villa in uh, in Mexico. Wow! And so he like has to confront the murderer and like all this stuff, and he's it's a very mystery. Uh, I like I, this. All sounds fantastic, and I'm I'm glad that we I'm glad that someone because I've always seen it on there, you know, like when it's uh, recommended, and I'm like oh, I should watch the little like I said little kid episodes. They're they're neat. Yeah, you have to get through them. Sure, but then after that's like World War One. Yeah, battling the trenches. That's great. All right, well that's uh, that's the recommended uh, recommended viewing viewing for for this episode. And uh, as always, you can um, hit us up on Twitter at Mike Mercadal at William A Watkins. All the spelling is on the thing you're listening to right now. And um, uh, and just uh, just a reminder, you can review us on iTunes if you like it. Uh, share it with your friends. Um, we're going to be having our, I guess, our own Twitter and things as we build. And uh, yeah, uh, so uh, share with your friends. 
Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, and... Uh, oh, yeah, and if you want us to dissect a hero, whether it be a fictional hero like Indiana Jones or Spider-Man or Iron Man, or mm-hmm. if you want to tell us about a real hero, shoot us an email, tell us about that person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we, we really want to hear. And even if it's like a personal hero, like if you have a, a cool story, if it's in a newspaper, if anything, if you, if you, if you want to nominate a hero... Right, we'll, we'll read the story. We'll talk about it. Um, so uh, do that. You can send it to us at our Twitter accounts and uh, or and or Facebook. So uh, look us up on uh, on those things. So uh, will you get anything else? Uh, Indiana Jones is my hero. <laughs> Man, you gonna do you still have the whip? No, I broke it because I used it so much. <laughs> I hit too many pine cones, man. I, oh, yeah. I actually, I still have the whip. It's at my mom's house, but it's In like all frayed. It's, it's all like frayed. a remnant. It's like a, it's like an artifact from a prior age. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, as always, I am Mike Mercadal. He is Will Watkins. Practice your whippery skills, everybody. <laughs> Practice whippery and uh, go out and be heroic.